A to Z of college recruiting. This is the show where you'll learn about the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities tenfold. You'll learn the hows, whys, and what's of college recruitment and scholarships. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome to the IM360 podcast, the show where we give you, the listeners, the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities. We are here recording another fantastic episode of the podcast, episode 71 to be exact, which will be a great addition to the huge list of list of topics that we've covered uh, over the past year and a half, I think, that the, the podcast has been going now. Well, 71 week. weeks, however long that is. Well, how many weeks in a year? 52. 52? Exactly. So, yeah, about a year and a half. Getting pretty, there. Pretty exciting stuff. It's good math, Richo. Matt is here, uh, the, the man with all the knowledge. Matt, welcome back to the podcast. Great to be here. Yet again. Always good to be here. Look, do not forget, subscribe to us on YouTube. Yep. Give us a star rating on iTunes. Find us on all the different podcast apps. We, we are number one in the world for a reason, and yep. that's because of all of you. So keep us there by doing your part and giving us those ratings and subscriptions. And if you do find yourself on YouTube listening to the podcast, don't forget that the, uh, the YouTube version is a shortened version of, of every episode. So it's about 10 or 11 minutes or so. So if you want to listen to the full episode with all the, the information, make sure you jump on to iTunes or Spotify or any other podcast app to to get the full episode. So, get the full scoop. Exactly. Now, this week, Matt, we're going to teach our wonderful listeners out there how they can get into the college of their choice, of, of your choice. Um, a, very infor- a very informative episode, Matt. Uh, make sure all you listeners out there stay tuned. We're going to get straight into it. Good. All right, Matt, this is going to be another fantastic episode. I can feel it. Uh, all the episodes are, are great, obviously, but this one is going to be even better, I think. I love when you have that feeling because yeah. <laughs> you, you're typically right. I've got a hunch, I know. Um, now, as, as mentioned just before in the intro, we're going to teach you all how you can get into the, the college of your choice. Uh, that's obviously the, the title of the podcast. Now, the first thing I do want to mention, maybe a little disclaimer, um, our advice is and always has been never to, to limit yourselves. Um, so don't just pick a school or a division or an area of the country um, because you never know what you may be missing out on in other parts of, of the country. So allow opportunities to come in from, from anywhere and everywhere, not just one particular school or you know one particular area of the country. Um, and also as a student athlete heading to the US, the, I guess that sort of final decision is never yours. The final decision is, is the coach's in the US if, if they want yeah, to recruit if, you. If you're or not. just gonna be a general student, yeah. then then it's the process is a a lot simpler. You yeah. just apply to the schools that you have the best chance of getting into and, and you know, you have to have a budget that supports you know, that that sort of venture, right? Exactly. So so just being a general student is one thing. Being a student athlete is completely different because like Richard said, that's not your choice. Exactly. Now for the sake of the episode obviously because we're talking about how you can get into the college of your choice. Um, we're going to pretend that you know you're looking at one particular school that you're trying to get into, and we're going to teach you how how you can actually do that. Um, so, Matt, the first thing you need to do really is is find more than one college. <laughs> right. So, yeah, let's let, let's start right from the beginning. Yeah. All right. Um, the first thing that you need to do is find more than one college that you want to get into. All right. Like I know. It, it, yeah, it's how to get into the college of your choice, but you need to have 
the the idea that there's going to be hopefully several choices. You need to have multiple choices. Yeah, you need to have multiple choices, right? Um, Because to put all your eggs in one basket, all right, to try and get into one particular school, because that is the only school that you are interested in going to, I I would say 9.9 times out of 10. Yeah, maybe 9.5 times out of 10. (laughs) All right? Um, You're setting yourself up to be let down. Yeah. Um, Because typically that school is... You know, I guess when you're thinking about it from the other side of the world, that, that school is, you know, Stanford or UCLA or, you know, Harvard or Princeton or yeah, like all the big ones. Oh, yeah. That, like what you've seen on TV. Yeah. You know, I want to go to Ohio State. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. But what does um, that actually mean? How do, how do you actually do right. that? Which, you again, know, is what we're going to talk about. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But, but, you know, if you just limit yourself to one and you don't get in, um, you know, and you, and you haven't been trying to get into other places at the exact same time, then, yeah. like I said, you're probably going to miss out yeah. completely. Yeah. Uh, and, and then that puts you in a, you know, a, a, a bad situation, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, you need to have more than one college in mind. Uh, that's the first thing. Probably the, a good number, you know, think, think 10. All right, so one times 10, 10 colonies, <laughs> right? That gives you already yeah. a better chance of success. So how to get into one of the 10 colleges of your right. so, choice. So, there, yeah. Exactly. So you need to you know, get into the college of your choice where you should, you should be 100% happy to at least get into 10 schools. Yeah. That, that's how you think about it. Because that's the way that the kids in the U.S. work. And, and, and that, you, you kind of want to model your thinking around how they think yeah. and how I used to think, right? And, and that's, Which we're going to get into. Oh, <laughs> look, I don't read ahead. I just, you know, I'm just here dropping knowledge on <laughs> off the cuff. on demand. Yep. That's it. No, but um, look, that's going to give yourself the best chance to be accepted into one or multiple of those schools, um, which, you know, let's say that you get into multiple schools that you're happy to get into. Then, like, you're left with a choice, right? And, and, and then it's, it is your choice which one that, that, that you sort of go to. So that's what I would say. Don't limit yourself to just one. You know, take one and and know that you know ten should be suitable because uh, again, there's, there's four and a half thousand of them over there. Yeah. So like, you should be able to find ten that you're happy with. Exactly. So that look that sets the scene for us for the rest of the episode. Uh, gives us a good starting point. Uh, moving into the next segment, we're going to talk about how you can actually get into these particular colleges that you know of your choice um, based on. A variety of things, academics, athletic ability, potential, all that sort of stuff. So stay tuned. Righto, Matt, how, how is this actually going to work? Let's say you've got a few schools in mind that you want to go to. How, how are you going to make sure that you are 100% going to be admitted into one of the schools? Well, first off, I hope that you determined you know, those 10 schools or, or, or you started thinking about specific schools that you have in mind that you want to go to and, and certainly that you want to compete collegiately in, um, you know, whilst you're in, in maybe year nine, you know, like that, that I would say. So decide upon these 10 schools while you're in year nine. Year nine or year 10 at the, at the latest. If, okay. if you if you want to be that specific and you want to say, this is this is what I'm aiming for, this is what I'm interested in, this is the only thing that'll make me happy, all right, then you need to do that. That that process needs to start, you know, really like year nine, right? Yeah. Because uh, like if, if you're already, like if you follow and I'll, and I'll touch on this in just a minute, but if, if you follow the Australian culture and you start thinking about uni 
you know, when you get into year 12 and, and you know, or, or even after, once you have an ATAR score or, or, or an OP result, but that's soon going to change. Or after because, you take a gap year. Yeah, or... after you take a gap year, you want to you figure out what schools that, that, that you want to go to. Like, at that stage, it is far too late to be able to sit there and say, oh, well, this is all I want. And I want to be specific about this because nothing that you do at that stage can change what you're already eligible for. It's completely out of your hands. It's, yeah, it's completely out of your hands. Yeah. And, and which is why if, if you have these specific, specific, <laughs> specific <laughs> things in mind, then you need to start this process early. And, and look, we as an organization have always given that message yeah. you know, to, to students in every country of the world. You, you, wanna, you want specific things? Then you need to start this process early. The earlier it, you prepare, the, certainly the better. Yeah, like yeah. The, the, the most important thing that you have on your side at an early age is time. Time to, to plan, time to prepare, time to make academic choices that, yeah. that will gear you towards specific things. And, and, and that, like, that's super, super important. And, and, and that's probably the thing that, you know, the, the Australian culture and, and even, you know, the UK and other countries, like, it, that's not the way that university works in their country. So, like, to accept that and, and understand that, oh, well, that's the way that it works in the States. Like, that, that's something that you can tell people as often as you want. Yeah. You, you, I could tell you a thousand times, but because that's not the way that it works in your country, for some reason, it doesn't click. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, and look, the US is the only place in the world where there's a system like this there's nowhere else in the world that has similar requirements academically standards where you can go in and compete and study at the same time there's there's nothing like the u.s system anywhere else available in the world and um look in the u.s the majority of students that are wishing to compete and and study in the college system like they're doing this from from an early age as you said from from year nine and even below and that that is deciding where they want to go to to college essentially well yeah, definitely. Like, look, I didn't know specifically where I wanted to go, but but I knew that I was going to go to college. Yeah. Like, I, I knew, like, really from, like, year six, year seven, when you really start getting, like, this sports identity and, and school, uh, you know, like, sport it, it becomes ingrained in your day-to-day life of going to school. So, literally, year six, year seven, year eight, you're, you're playing sport for the school, and that's the majority of your sport as, as, a, as, as a student from the U.S. And then that ticks into high school, year nine, year 10, year 11, year 12, all of your sport, you know, you, you train literally every single day with the high school sports program. If you do club stuff, then you do that on the side, right? Whereas here, it's all club and then school's separate for, for the most part. Um, it's, it's ingrained in our culture. So, so really, it was, uh, I remember, like, year six, year seven, that's when I became infatuated with, like, the Texas Longhorns. Yeah, you knew you wanted to play college sport. You I, just didn't really know or care where that was. You just knew you wanted to. 100%. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I knew, like, I wanted to go and, and, and be a Texas Longhorn. That, that's what I knew that I wanted to be. Yeah. Right? And, and until I realized, like, University of Texas doesn't have men's soccer. So then <laughs> what I said is, then I want, to, I want to be at a school that does have men's soccer in Austin, Texas, so that I can be in and around the culture of yeah. the University of Texas, which I did. Yeah. And I, but I knew that, like... From year seven, yeah, you know, and and like the this is the hardest thing for international students to grasp is that when high school starts is when yeah. everything relating to your collegiate eligibility actually starts. So year I talk about high school in the in, in the U.S. sense. So year nine onwards, so year nine, year ten, year eleven, year twelve will determine everything about what schools that you can get into in the United States, what divisions that you're going to be eligible for, uh, and, and 
like literally every single part of the process. And, and this is hard for internationals, uh, including myself, when I was going through the program. And uh, it's hard for internationals to grasp um, and to understand because no one knows where they want or even if they want to go to university in in year nine, let alone below that. Uh, no one knows what, what they want to do. Obviously, there's a few anomalies there and, and there are people that, that do know yeah. they want to go to university. And, like, and but the, but the, the numbers study, are, are, but, are, are very, very small, right? Yeah. Like, like compare that to to the way that I grew up in the US like like we knew you knew yeah 100% I knew like why wouldn't I go to college yeah that's the greatest time ever like yeah, yeah. like you I've lived my whole 18 years to go to college yeah to to then like like that's that is part of our culture yeah, right like exactly. you go to you go to college like yeah. very very few people after high school like it, you know the the whole apprenticeship side of things and and doing a trade and doing all, like like there are people that do those things, but the numbers are far, far less just because of the way that like the whole trade system kind of works in the United States, right? Like, like we, we, we there's a lot of well, college um, there. The colleges still have trades where American students can go and yeah. basically study a trade well, at exactly, the college. Yeah, it's, exactly. Like yeah. so, so even if you want to do a trade, like you know, you're going to college, and and then part of that is the fact that there's you know, there's, like there's sport and everything else, and and yeah. then the the lifestyle and and culture associated with, you know, being at college, regardless of what you're studying, is something that you know that you're going to do from a very very early age. Now, like I said, it's part of our culture, and and, and so if you, the listener, <laughs> you want to come to our country, <laughs> all right. You you want to go to a particular school in a particular division? You want to come to my land and go to our schools? Then, buddy, I tell you what. All right, you, you got to do the exact you same better, thing. You better be doing what we're doing. All right, I'm and, very and, American of you. Yeah. Very patriotic. You need to do what we're doing because it's our country. Texas. Yeah. No, look, uh, but that's that's, that's the reality. The truth. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the, that's that's the reality. The like you you're you're going there, so. You know, you you don't just get to do what you would do here and then get all the benefits of exactly. over there because oh yeah, you know, the same same. So let's no, talk it, about academics. All right. Academics first and foremost, and then we'll get into the athletic side of things and touch on a few other points. So, if you know where you want to go or you have an idea of, of ten particular schools that you want to go to, let's start with the academic side of things and what you need to prepare yourself. Right, and and why academics first? Because academics are always first. Mm-hmm. All right, it, it's that's plain and simple. Whether you're going to be a student athlete or just a general student, it's you know student always first. Yeah. Um, really, like I said, you, you know, it's it's being able to map out your academics very very early, um, because like I just said before, from year nine onwards determines what schools that you can get into based on your overall grade point average, but also the classes that you take each and every year. Um, you know, so yeah. Start with the academic side. Uh, if you want, you know, and, and this is pretty typical of an international student, right? Like you look over to the States, um, the, it, it's not like you're not going to say like at random, oh, I want to I go to you know, Mississippi Delta College. Like, no, like you, typically you're, you're going to want to go to, you know, Duke or North Carolina or like one of those schools that you've seen on TV or you've heard. So typically NCAA Division One or Division Two schools. And, and let's say that you're a student athlete that wants to compete at that level. You need to understand that every single class that you take from year nine onwards uh, through to the end of high school is going to have an impact on your overall eligibility. Um, 
you know, the the biggest thing is that, you know, you're going to have to, I guess, look at the specific qualifications and the specific requirements for for those specific divisions. Or, or if, look, if your preferences are outside of the NCAA Division One and Division Two, then you know, then you still need the, to understand what those their particular requirements yeah, exactly. are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you need to understand the requirements for athletic participation, yeah. um, specific to the division that you're trying to go into. Mm-hmm. But, but. I think even you know before that, like you need to understand the requirements of each individual school because there's going to be, you know, yes, the the school competes within the NCAA Division One, all right, but and and you know the NCAA is going to require that you know your your grade point average and your SAT results are at a particular, are, are at level, a particular yeah. standard on a sliding scale, yeah. all right, that that match. But if you want to go to a particular school, then you need to look at that specific school's requirements. Yeah, yeah requirements standards and, and requirements. standards, not just like the blanket requirement for the all of the NCAA, because that school may require a higher grade point average and higher SAT scores than the what the NCAA itself, yeah. or, or the division itself you know offers. And and that school will you know a lot of times if it's one of those bigger schools that you've seen on TV, they're they're going to have specific classes that need to be taken throughout, you know, the different years of high school. So all of this information is is available on university websites, Yeah. right? They're, the admission standards for each school is going to be, you know, you, you can you can find those for on, on their website. And they're going to say, oh, well, you need to have at least four years of English. You need to have, you know, at least four years of math, you know, maybe two years of foreign language. You need to have community service hours. You need to have... You know, like like there's there's just going to be this big list of things that that you need to have, yep. and you know that if let's say that you started that process in year twelve, well, you don't have much time <laughs> to be able to make up that. To, to be able to make up the, yep. the things that you've already missed in those three years. Yep. So so again, thinking about it in the way that that a U.S. student thinks about it. Well, look, I, I know that I want to go to college, and and yet my the ten schools that I'm interested in are these and. You know, each of them will have similarities in what they require for admission. Yeah. Some of them may be a little bit different. So, you know, it's 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 looking at, you know, firstly the, the specific school, and and saying, okay, well, they require at least a three point three GPA and a twelve fifty SAT score to be considered for admission. Yeah. So I know that if I want to go to one of those schools, I need to be at least at a 3.3 GPA throughout year nine, year 10, year 11, year 12, yeah. cumulative average over those four years, not just one year or mm-hmm. one semester. I got a 3.3 once. Yeah. No, it needs to stay at 3.3 or above throughout all those years. Of through, throughout all four years. And you need to be planning, you know, for SATs and, and having goes at those practice SATs, even in year 10, mm-hmm. uh, look at, look at doing official SATs in year 11 and year 12 and maximize the amount of times that you attempt that exam to hit the marks that are required for the specific schools that you want to get into. Um, because if you don't hit those marks and, and if your GPA isn't what it needs to be, it doesn't matter if you're good enough from an athletic standpoint mm. to, to be you know, considered a, as an athlete, you won't get into the school. You may play for your country. You, that, yeah, that, you, that, you, can, you can be the best athlete in the world, but if you don't meet the academic requirements for admission that are set by the school, then, then you're not going to get in. You can be eligible deemed eligible by the NCAA. You know, you, you can have, you know, fan, you can have good grades. You know, you can have phenomenal ability. But if if those grades aren't good enough for the standards that that school expects, it yeah. doesn't matter about anything else. 
because you know you're a student before you're, you're an a student before you're an athlete. Exactly. So, so that is the the biggest thing is is start early and, and Jacob, I think you're going to. Certainly sounds like certainly sounds like preparation is is key, which is the same oh. as the the athletic side of, of things as well, which we'll touch on in a second. But just to to sort of sum it up, uh, this this particular segment with uh, in regard to academics, let's say you have ten schools. Uh, in mind that you want to go to to ensure that you're going to be accepted into these schools you really need to have I guess identified these particular schools no later than than year nine early um, to prepare which is what we just spoken about because once you get into year 11 12 13 it's it's too late by that stage you have no chance to uh, really change your overall GPA right your, your cumulative GPA or to once you identify those schools you need to understand what the, the specific admission requirements for exactly. each of those schools are yep. you know create a spreadsheet create some way to stay organized and understand exactly the marks that you need to hit yep. from year nine onwards to give yourself a chance to get into those schools yep. and then based on the division that those schools play in make sure that you're also taking the right classes and getting the right grades and SATs to, to be considered eligible yep. for those yeah and don't just don't just try to meet those requirements try to exceed those particular requirements try and do the best you possibly can in the SAT not just well I only need 1100 I'll try and just get an 1100 and that's it like go above and beyond that because even if you if you just meet those particular requirements you you've met those requirements and you can be accepted into the institution but if you exceed those particular standard maybe. requirements maybe no you may like maybe there yeah. you go. so so even if, let's say that you do everything right and you you know you make your 3.3 GPA and you hit your 1250 SAT score and those are the minimum requirements for you to get into you know like for example University of Texas and there's one other person that is yeah. slightly better than you in, in those yeah, particular but, but, but let's say that the majority of, of the kids in the age group that you're in that are applying to that school mm. have higher grades than you Let's say, yeah, that was, you know, 3.3 and 1250 was, was the minimum requirement, yeah. but the, the, the average of this incoming class this, that's applying yeah. is, is 3.6 and 1300. Then, then, like, even though you've met the requirement, you're at the bottom end of that, and, and it's not 100% of the students that are going to be given admission. Exactly. So it's not about just meeting the requirements, it's about exceeding them as well. If you want to ensure yourself a particular opportunity at a, at a particular school that you're looking at, like, it's not just about meeting the admission requirements as well. It's about exceeding those particular requirements, which will also give you the best chance for receiving some type of academic That's right, right? So, well, so. And, and, you know, I had a kid ask me yesterday, actually, right? Like, like oh, I've got, I've got you know, some, some phenomenal grades. Like, I'd like to try and go to an Ivy League school and, um, or, or I'd like to go to Stanford. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I want to I try and get a scholarship, an academic scholarship. And I was like, I was like, What? I said, I said, firstly, like you're just scraping by with with their minimum admission requirements, but like you don't get academic scholarship from the most academic schools in in the world. Like you you, you, you get admitted, is, yeah. yeah like the the, re, the the reward uh, is not that you're going to get an academic scholarship because you, you you I guarantee that there's you know like ninety percent of the people there are are genius standards right like people inventing yeah people inventing things right <laughs> like like it's just it's crazy right yeah. so so yeah if if you expect an academic scholarship from from one of the most academic institutions in the country then you're going to be disappointed yeah your reward is is, is gaining admission but uh, again going back to the point like if that's your goal then that's something that you need to be working towards right from the beginning age, yeah. and 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 be doing that from from year nine onwards and i often say to kids 
you know, because this this day and age, these millennials, right? And and you can call me out if I'm wrong about saying this, right? Kids but these I'm, days, kids, oh, these kids these days. <laughs> I'm only 34, right? Yeah. So for me to be saying that, it, it, like I feel, yeah, I feel old. But but there's it's it's different. Like yeah. like I came up when like we didn't even have the internet, yeah. right? We didn't even have cell phones. I I, I I grew up through the era where you know cell phones went from like a brick that you put on your ear to then becoming like these smaller things. And, and, and then now they're like, you know, touch screen and flip this and yeah. swipe this way and yeah. do this. And, you know, there's so, a new Samsung that you can fold in half. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't, I haven't seen that. FYI. Well, I'll, t- I'll check that out. <laughs> um, but, but this day and age, because everything's at your fingertips, you know, with the internet and, and apps and, and this and that, like, you know, you, you, you like, Kids don't talk to people anymore. They just text them, even though they're sitting right next to them. Or, you know, the the, the most important thing, um, you know, throughout this process, like, kids, they, they want it, they think about this process in the same way that, that, that their lives work now. And like, oh, well, I want it and I want it now. Yeah. Well, well it, I'm sorry, that, that's not, that's not going to work this way. And, and so many people that go down the U.S. pathway uh, think that they can just start this process whenever they want. And, and, and you know, it's... Or they think about you know what we're doing here at IM360, and it's 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 all about the end result of, of departure, right? Like like that's that they get fixated on the fact that oh like it's about when I you know when I go. Well, to give yourself the best chance to actually go, and and certainly to give yourself the best chance of of going somewhere that you want, want to, to go. go yeah. it, it's it's not the end result that you need to worry about. The end result will take care of itself if you give yourself enough time to to prepare to plan, to save, to educate yourself, to, to, you know, you know, to give yourself the best chance of getting the result that you want, because you don't just get to the end of year 12 and say, yep, I'm ready to go to Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's everything that no. you do now allows you to have those opportunities at the end of year 12. And, and I tell you, yeah, what you do in year 12. No, it's, it's not. Whereas here it is. You know, here it's the, it's your end of year twelve testing or, or year thirteen testing that gives you a, a tertiary entrance score that and then and then off you go to uni. Like I said, you want to go to our country and and do it our way, then then you need to think our way yeah. from the age that we're thinking our way. Which, like I said, it's 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 the process of year seven, year eight, year nine, year ten, year eleven, year twelve, year thirteen. If you're in 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 a, in a country that does thirteen years of school. Exactly. Um, you, you need to think on that level because that time is your friend. If you wait, then then your chances of getting exactly what you want are are, are drastically drastically decreased. If unless by chance you just you you lucked out and you you did yeah. all the right things exactly, which would be very. I guess the percentage of that happening would be very very low. But that that's if you have an idea on on what schools you want to go to. If not. That's completely fine. Like you'll have fantastic opportunities and, and obviously more opportunities ah. if, if you don't have an idea on where you want to go because you're not That's limiting it. yourself to, to, to a particular ah, school you know, or area of the you, country. So. You will hear us say that every day and I will say that every day of the week. Yeah. Like, like what are you limiting yourself for? Yeah. You don't even know. You, like you, you've never even been over there. What are you limiting yourself for? Yeah. Like you don't, you don't even know what it is. Like you don't even know why you want those particular schools. Yeah. Like you, you, you genuinely have no idea. Mm. Unless, like, you know, you, you had a family member that went there and, you, you know, you want to live that legacy as well, right? Yeah. But, like, for the most part, as an international student, you, you limit yourself to all these things. Oh, I want these specific things. But in reality, you actually don't have 
any idea why you want those things <laughs> other than the fact that it was it was the first thing that popped up on a Google search yep. or you saw it on ESPN yep. or you read something in a magazine or a newspaper about it. Well, you probably wouldn't have read a newspaper because everything's on an app these days. Yeah. <laughs> so it was on an app somewhere and, and you got targeted on Facebook or, you know, honestly. But that's not the point of the episode. No. <laughs> but I've digressed. Yeah. Yeah. In the last segment, we're going to talk about what you can do uh, athletically to ensure that you get into the, the college that you want to go to. All right, Matt, last segment, we're going to talk about the athletic side of things uh, and how to ensure you're going to be accepted into a particular school from, I guess, an athletic standpoint uh, and making sure that the coach wants to bring you in. So uh, let's let's touch on that lastly and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Righto, righto. <laughs> All right, the athletic side is a lot more tricky than the academic side. Explain. All right, um, look, I, I would say sports like... Track and field, swimming, golf, those are similar to the academic side because it's got a quantifiable result. Yeah. Right? But for the most part, team sports... You can, like with those particular sports, you can really understand where you're actually... Where you sit. Right. In the ba- because because you swam this distance this fast or you rode this distance this fast. Yeah. And, and you can look that up on all the college databases and see, okay, well... If I want to go to these schools, then that's what I need to hit. And you can aim for that, right? Yeah. Um, and if you're there, great. If you're not, then you know you may reevaluate where you want to go. Yeah. Um, but with, with team sports, all right, it's, everything is very subjective, right? Yeah. Like everyone is going to have you know, their own opinion on standards of, and, and, and particular athletes and so on. Everybody's eyes are different and everybody sees something different. We're so, all the same. We all think we can... You know, watching Manchester United play, I, I still think I could probably go out there and do a job for... Oh, me and uh, Paul Scholes would have been, like, the <laughs> best of friends. Yeah. All right? Like, I, I'm, I was, I've always been just as good, probably better than, than Paul Scholes, in my own mind. Exactly. But everyone's guilty of it, but, but you're allowed to have your own opinions on, on different things. And that's the same with, with college coaches. They, they have their opinions and they run the program, so it's it's their word or their opinion that counts, not right. anyone else's. No, and 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 that's the thing. So, like, let's say that you've done everything else in your power to to you know, and and yet you ticked every single box with the academic side and eligibility and and getting an academic scholarship and all this sort of stuff on on one of those ten schools that you applied for. But that coach doesn't believe that you're going to be a good fit for that athletic program. Then you know. On to the next one. On to the next one, yeah. That, which is why you need to have multiple sort of schools. It's yeah. not every coach that's going to feel that you're an asset to, to their program. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not many guarantees in this, but I can guarantee you that you will not be suitable to 100% of the athletic programs out there. Yeah. And, and, and that's not your decision to make. That, that's the coach's decision. So exactly. very, very similar to the academic side. You need, to, you need to know early, you know, where you want to go so that you can prepare yourself. Like, you know, the more time that you have to, to look at, you know, the rosters of, of these athletes that they're recruiting on a year-by-year basis, you know, the, the, you're going to start seeing similarities in the type of athletes that they're recruiting. And, and, and if, you know, let's say that you're looking at, at a roster and every single year, the first-year internationals that are coming in... The freshmen, ha- yep. Yeah, have represented their country or... or Before going over yeah, to but the... Yeah, then, then, you know, you know based on the data that you've collected that you need to be representing your country to, to probably go there. And Why would the coach look at anyone else? Like clearly that coach right, is it, looking at. Exactly. Like look, yeah. look at the consistencies and, and, and you can even look 
back in, in years prior to that and, and see, you know, again, rosters and, and, and look for other internationals. Yep. Like I said, the, the, the time that you have to, to, to do that research and prepare yourself, you know, and, and then, you know, let's say that you see some consistencies in those 10 schools that you want to go to, then you understand, you know, more about the athletic standards that are going to be expected there. You can then plan your training and your work and, and everything that, that, that you do athletically to, to try and get yourself to that standard or beyond that standard. Yeah. Because, again, just like academics, if you can exceed those standards and, and be even more of a standout than, than, than just that sort of minimal requirement, then yeah. you've got a better chance of actually getting in. Exactly. Um, every single division and every single school, like I said, the, the standards of athletic participation are going to fluctuate. Some yeah. are going to be really high. Some are going to be lower. Um, so the you know it's it's about understanding early what it is that you want so that you can understand the level that you need to be at to be considered for those options yeah. and then work your backside off you know to 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 make that happen and that can be done by just looking at rosters looking at results and schedules and statistics and and different bits and pieces watching game footage um if you're a like we said a, an athlete in a sport that has a specific result like understand where the the athletes at a particular school are, are running or swimming and, and their results and times um, because that's going to give you a clear understanding of where, again, you need to be at either before going over or, I guess, at the point of going over. Yeah, that, that's it. And and look, like, uh, I, I guess, again, like what you're – like what I have that, that, that any listener really doesn't have is, is the knowledge of the U.S. system at, at all those standards. To look at a kid and in five minutes – already have an idea athletically where mm-hmm. they're going to fit best and then checking up you know on the academic side to, to look at all that like yeah. that that evaluation process to to know and, and have a good understanding of where to send the kids information to be successful in this venture yeah. that's something that you don't have so you're going to have to establish that and, and you don't just establish that overnight you establish no. that over years of of getting to know the system and so Again, goes back to the point of starting this process early. early. Year yeah. seven, year eight, year nine, you're starting to do that research and familiarize yourself with the U.S. system, so that you know you 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 get that understanding to be able to then you know structure a, a list of ten schools yeah. that that you want to go to that that actually suits you, you know from 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 the academic and the athletic side. And and again, I understand this is a hard concept to grasp for grasp for internationals because a lot of the time it's um, you know, especially with Australians, we're sort of, you know, we're reactive rather than Cor- proactive. Well, we, we just worry but, about it when but it happens. But you ask the question. Yeah. You know, you, you listeners ask the question, like, how do I get into the school that I want to go to? I'm telling you. Yeah, exactly. And, and what you, you may you may not like the answer. Or you may think that, oh, well, that's that can't be true. <laughs> it's true. I got no reason to tell you any anything different. It, it, it's, you know, if, if you want to go to the schools that you want to go to, then you need to do things in the way that American students do them and think in the way that American students think. And, and that means starting this process early because it's not about the end result. Yes, you're working towards a specific end result, but it's all that time that you have between starting this process and the information that you can gather about yeah. schools and academics and athletic standards, but then it's also about all the information that you can gather about yourself, all right, and how you can then present yourself in the best possible light. So to yeah. have, you know, year eight, year nine, year 10, year 11, year 12, all this athletic information, 
all these awards and accomplishments and honors, uh, tracking your progress on a yearly basis. All right, the, the video footage that you can gather from 14 to 15 to 16 to 17 to 18 years old through the prime of your growth and development as a young adult. Very right, important. Super, super important because that is going to be the main source of your evaluation with all those coaches overseas. So yeah. if, if you wait until year 12, yep, you got one video, you want to go to Stanford. Uh, Not going to happen. No, you've already, you've already missed your, like you missed that chance by three years. Yeah. All right. So, so again, you have to understand that you start this process early, give yourself the time to, to do all the necessary research, prepare yourself in, in, in as many ways as possible academically athletically as well as all the information that you're gathering about yourself to be able to then present to these schools Mm -hmm. over that same course of time yeah that's how you're going to do it exactly and athletically look it's it's not easy like if you have a particular school that you want to go to and you understand the athletic standards and, and where you need to be at then it's there's no way around it it's hard work you're gonna have to work Every day, do as much as you can to, to reach that particular level. Because if you aren't, I guarantee you there's more than likely someone else in the world that's looking at that exact same opportunity and is doing more than you are. That, well, um, that's right. And, and that's what that, that brings me. I'll, I'll make that my last point and then I'll let you Well, say we're your running last out point. of time, mate. Yeah, so okay. You need well, <laughs> okay. My last point is that you know, it's not just you going to the United States. Yeah. It's not just you that's thinking about going to the United States. It's not just. You know, it's not just Americans thinking not, about it. No, it will exactly. Like, and everything is done on a world scale. Yeah. All right? Like, you, you're looking at kids from every country in the world that look to the United States, and you look at coaches in the United States that are recruiting from every country in the world. So yeah. understanding that and, and understanding that you need to excel in every single aspect with academics, with sport, uh, with, with, you know, education, with research, yeah. um, you know, with di- distribution of information. Like, you, you need to be, uh, you know, a kid that stands out more than anyone else in the world yeah. to get exactly what you want. Exactly. Because coaches are recruiting from all over the world. Plain and simple. Uh, last last point, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, the earlier you, you start the process and, and identify schools, the earlier you can start budgeting and preparing financially for college because if if an opportunity do, does come through from from a particular school that you're targeting and the costs are so and so or a particular amount which is a large amount then you've prepared a lot earlier to be able to uh, afford that cost if you're budgeting and, and only have a year to save up you know year 12 or even after high school then you know and an opportunity comes through from a school that, that maybe you do want to go to but it's well above what you've saved and, and your budget well then there's nothing you can do. No. There's nothing you can prepare for it with such a short space of time financially. No, well, that's it. And, and you know, that, that's the thing. Like, understanding early that it's gonna, it will cost you money. Yeah. It will cost money. Like, you, you want to go this, even when you get a full scholarship. Let's say you get a full scholarship. Everything's covered. Tuition fees, room board, everything. It's still going to cost money. <laughs> it's still going to be costs. It's still going to be costs. Yeah. All right? The cost to get there. All right, the the cost to get home, insurance. Yeah, like, like spending money. Like, like there's going to be costs. Yeah. No matter no matter which way that you look at it, sometimes there's going to be higher costs than others. The more time that you have to think about the fact that it will cost money, and the more yeah. money that you can save to have backing you through this venture, the better prepared that you're going to be to have exactly what you want, and the easier it will be. That, well, that's it. It'll make things a lot easier, and and uh, I guess because think of how much time free. you've prepared. Exactly. So. Look, wrapping up episode 71 there, um, 
talking about how you can get into the college of, of your choice. Obviously, we more based around the colleges of your choice. Um, but uh, if you missed any different bits and pieces, obviously go back, listen to the episode again. Um, but uh, look, we'll be back next week with episode 72. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.